The fall and later burning of the Jedi Temple was a symbolic image which marked the end of the Jedi Order as a whole, as nearly all of its members were executed during Order 66. Anakin later configured the Temple's main beacons to call Jedi back. All Jedi that returned were ambushed by clones, some of which actually dressed in traditional Jedi robes to further disguise themselves before they attacked. At this point, essentially every Jedi that once was at the Temple had either died or escaped. I have recalibrated the code, warning all surviving Jedi to stay away. We are going to fight like hell against the tyrannical Democrats and any Republicans who do deals with them. It will be your peril if you underestimate this movement again. And after this, we're going to walk down to the Capitol, Capitol. Welcome to A Conspiracy in the Force, the show where we examine parallel conspiracies in a galaxy far, far away, in a galaxy not so far away. The show is designed as an introduction to modern day conspiracy theories by using Star Wars, one of the most beloved fictional universes, as a point of reference. Let's begin. Hey, Conspiracy Kyle here. If you like this podcast, please rate, subscribe, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. It greatly helps out the show, and it's much appreciated. Also, please follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Conspiracy underscore Kyle, and that's Conspiracy with a K. Also, follow me on YouTube at Conspiracy Kyle, once again, with a K. And also, now you can find me on the Rockfin Network at rockfin.com with new exclusive content. Now on to the show. This episode is titled, Capital Riot at the Jedi Temple. We've talked ad nauseum about the events at the end of Revenge of the Sith that led to the rise of the Empire and the fall of the Republic. But in prior discussions, we failed to discuss a key element that is very relatable to current events here in 2021. After Palpatine had killed the Jedi that stormed his office demanding his arrest and trial, he dispatched Anakin, aka Darth Vader, to the Jedi Temple to wipe out all the Jedi that were there. In addition, he activated the inhibitor chips in all the clones, which caused them to turn on their Jedi generals and kill them all. Meanwhile, Palpatine went before the Senate and declared the Jedi were enemies of the state due to their attack on him, which left him scarred and disfigured. So Anakin went to the temple and did as he was asked, or coerced to do, by his new master. In addition to slaughtering all of the Jedi men, women, and children at the temple, Anakin also set a devious trap for other Jedi not currently at the temple that may have evaded execution at the hand of the clones. To set this trap, Anakin employed the use of the Jedi Beacon. 
And what was the Jedi Beacon? The Jedi Beacon was a galaxy-wide communication device that served as a way to call all Jedi back to the temple from their current battles or missions. So, Anakin programmed the Beacon to do just that. Call everyone back. The idea was simple. The Jedi would find their way back to the temple and right into an ambush. It was even said that the clone troopers of the 501st Squadron, who were with Anakin, disguised themselves as Jedi and gunned down any unwitting Jedi that arrived, if of course they didn't come across Anakin himself first. After the dust had settled on Order 66, Obi-Wan and Yoda returned to the temple and took out any remaining clone troopers, and then they found their way into the central security station to reprogram the Jedi Beacon with a new message warning all Jedi to stay away rather than return to the temple. Now to our world. In November and December of 2020, President Donald Trump sent out many fiery tweets and spoke at many events and rallies about how the election was stolen from him. Now just to be clear before we go any further, I do believe that there was pervasive fraud, counting errors, and inconsistencies with the election. I don't think anyone in their right mind really believes that Joe Biden received the most votes in U.S. history during an alleged pandemic as well, where voting by mail was the new normal. And a quick side note before we move on, most people I know are terrible about their physical mail. They have stacks sitting around, bills unpaid, junk mail piling up, etc. And they are terrible about sending and stamping their outgoing mail as well. So don't tell me that nearly millions of American citizens did their civic duty and properly mailed in their ballots, because that doesn't sound factual to me. But I digress. In December, after the Supreme Court cases were dismissed, that's when you started to hear the chatter about the upcoming Stop the Steal event to be held in D.C. on January 6, 2021. On December 26, 2020, President Donald Trump tweeted, quote, The Justice Department and the FBI have done nothing about the 2020 presidential election voter fraud, the biggest scam in our nation's history, despite overwhelming evidence. They should be ashamed. History will remember. Never give up. See everyone in D.C. on January 6th. End quote. At other rallies before the 6th, he claimed that, quote, we're going to take it back, unquote, referring to the White House. And then on January 6th, the rally was held. Millions showed up in D.C. to hear Trump speak. This is also the day that VP Mike Pence did not make any actions to reject the Electoral College votes affirming Biden's victory. Trump, during his speech, urged peaceful protesting. Let's remember that. But then we all know what happened after that. Some bad actors, overzealous supporters, and others acted out. And the media, as predicted, had a field day with it and declared it a riot, insurrection, you name it. Whoever was involved was a domestic terrorist. Basically the worst thing to happen to America. Not including Pearl Harbor in 9-11 and mass shootings. This event was now the worst of all time. Sarcasm, of course.
Since the event, the FBI has been scouring the country for those who were involved in slapping them with federal charges. Some punishments fit the crime, others do not. Now here's where I will get into my conspiracy slash speculation on this event. In prior episodes, we had labeled this capital quote-unquote riot a false flag event that has, that has allowed the new regime to hunt down and incarcerate any and all Trump supporters who may have been involved in a major or minor way with the event. We compared this to the false flag event in Star Wars, where the Jedi allegedly attacked Palpatine and left him disfigured, leading to Order 66 and the hunting down of the remaining Jedi. But let's take a different angle here. In that prior comparison, we didn't give Trump a role in this event at all. His supporters, yes, but not him specifically. Let me ask you this, and please think about this with an open mind. What if Trump deliberately led his supporters there to be ambushed and labeled enemies of the state, a la Anakin programming the Jedi Beacon to bring Jedi to the temple to be slaughtered? What if Trump had cut a deal that he would be pardoned or released from any further potential prosecution if he were to offer up his own people as bait. And let me be clear, I don't think he committed any heinous crimes while in office, but we know full well that the leftists will be out to get him for the rest of his life if they have the chance, in the court of public opinion or the actual courts. It doesn't matter. So what do you think? Do you think Trump had the foresight to know what would go down at the Capitol? And did, did he know how it was all going to be blamed on his supporters? Were they his sacrificial lambs, his scapegoats? We have to be honest about this. He, Trump had to know how rabid his supporters were, especially ones who would travel across the country to be there at the rally. He had to know the reaction to Pence not attempting to overturn the Electoral College votes. I'm giving him credit that he's smart enough to foresee these possible outcomes. And mind you, I don't even think many Trump supporters cause these violent acts or arsons or anything else out of the line of the Capitol, but that's besides the point. The media labeled it a Trump supporter incited riot. I think we have to ask ourselves the hard question of if this was a setup. If it were anyone else besides Trump who was loved by many, would you believe that those people would do the same things to save their skin? Look at all the mafia movies and shows where the most loyal gangsters and tough guys are willing to make deals in the end and rat on all their lifelong associates to get out of jail. Or murder accomplices willing to testify against one another for a lesser plea. This is all just food for thought, hypothetically. But the fact of the matter remains. There are many incarcerated right now facing federal charges for their role on January 6th. And Trump is a free man able to do as he pleases. And oh yeah, I do think it's hilarious that all the BLM and Antifa rioters receive get-out-of-jail-free cards from the leftist millionaires, judges, and lawyers. Apparently, they don't have to play by the same rules. In closing, make sure you think critically about those that you support. Even in the truth-seeking community, we all talk about cognitive dissonance and how it's important for people that don't believe what we do to try to think differently and check their own biases. But it's important for you to check your own biases as well, even those biases you have held strongly for years. Trump is one of those that needs to be analyzed more critically. And mind you, analyzing his actions and words does not make you a Trump hater. 
It just makes you someone who is analyzing things critically. May the Force be with you.